0: in the beginning all was very good so says genesis chapter 1 creation was full of shalom which is to say all was right not all was perfect not all was finished but all was right the conditions Were right. The creation, and with it, the human creatures who dwelt herein, all was oriented toward flourishing. All was at peace. All was as it should be. All was very good. But then something went terribly wrong. Terribly, horribly, awfully wrong. And like a dye slowly seeping through a glass of water, that wrong began to permeate everything. One wrong begat another and then another until soon enough creation itself was saturated with this internal corruption. Now, in saying that, please do not misunderstand. All that was good in creation, which is to say, all that had existed before this corruption, all of that goodness was not suddenly extinguished, not done away with, not fully overcome. No, not by a long shot. But all of it was now riddled with a malady of sorts, with a contagion, with a kind of curse, if you will, to use the language of Genesis. Yes, this story has it. Whereas in the beginning shalom had filled creation as the waters cover the sea, So soon had a curse likewise filled creation, an equally pervasive a measure. So Merry Christmas to you too. (laughs) Now I open this morning with a reminder of the creation story because on this second Sunday of Advent, I think it is important that we be reminded of how vital that story is for us as Christians and what's more, how vital story itself is for us as human beings. For quite simply put, we cannot understand ourselves, nor can we understand anything for that matter, without the context of a story. And thus to that end, the story that we conceive ourselves as human beings, as living in, necessarily determines how we will live and move and have our being in the world, both as Christians and as human beings. Which is another way of saying that what we prioritize what we value, what we hope for, what we think really matters. All of that depends on what story we believe ourselves to be a part of. We all believe we're part of some story. We're just not always aware of what story it is that's driving us. And so Advent which this time each year marks the beginning of a new liturgical year for the Christian church, Advent, then, is the season that invites us anew as people of faith back into the hope and the peace and the wonder of the Christmas and Christian story. And the great wonder of Advent is this, that it begins the story at the story's end, not at its beginning, it begins the story at the story's end, that is to say with a longing, hopeful meditation on where we as Christians believe our story, the story of the entire creation, the story of where we believe it all to be headed. So yes, our story tells us all was very good in the beginning. And yes, our story tells us all soon enough fell apart. But yes, so too, our story tells us will all be restored once more in the coming kingdom of God. That we believe as Christians is a coming reality. And thus it is only after we reflect on and reconfess our belief in this Only after we've been reminded of and have recommitted ourselves to that which we are waiting and hoping for, it's only after this that Advent finally turns its attention back to Christmas and to the beginning of things. That in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and that the Word was God. It begins at the end. At the beginning. This, dear family, was a conscious storytelling decision. One that we are invited to reflect upon anew each year at Advent. And it's a storytelling decision that if we truly understand it, has profound implications for the way that we orient ourselves in the world now. The poet T.S. Eliot famously writes, In my end is my beginning. Well, so too is it with the Christian story. In our end is our beginning. For when the story concludes, we believe. And we really believe this. When the story concludes, it concludes, we believe, with the restoration of all that was so good in the beginning. Shalom will be restored. Conditions will be made right. All will be once more oriented toward flourishing. Things will be once more as they were originally designed to be. And we resurrected will be eternally a part of it. And if we believe this, if we truly believe this, it will necessarily influence how we engage with and interpret everything in the here and now, in the present. For if we believe this, it will infuse everything we anticipate with a distinct sense of hope and everything we undergo with a distinct sense of peace. All the way back to the 8th century BCE, when the Old Testament prophet Isaiah spoke dreamingly and longingly of a coming reality in which the wolf would one day lie down with the lamb, gentleness and peace so saturating all that is, death and mourning and crying being no more, they will hurt and destroy no longer, Isaiah envisions and that hopeful dream for shalom will fill the earth as the waters cover the sea as 3 millennia on this remains the hope at the heart of our shared humanity this longing for a peace that can come only with a fully restored creation with a brokenness fully mended. And this, dear family, is the end, which is to say this is the grand conclusion of the story that we believe ourselves to be part of as people of faith. Let us never forget that. But let us also never forget That in the story's end is really just the beginning. Okay, enough theologizing. The point of today's sermon. We can get too far ahead of ourselves each year during Advent. Which is to say, come Advent, we can quickly lose our place in the story. In fact, we can quickly lose sight of the story itself, making Advent solely about the birth of Christ at Christmas. But the thing to be remembered here is that as important as Christmas is, and oh, it's so important. But as important as Christmas is, Christmas is not the point of the Advent season. And while Christmas, the historical birth of Jesus, is the beginning of the ongoing divine act that will one day culminate in the restoration of this entire creation, Christmas is also but the beginning of that divine act, not the end, and certainly not the entirety. And in our overly commercialized culture, we can quickly forget that we can quickly reduce Advent to Christmas and then reduce Christmas to the commercial and then lose sight of the grand restoration that Christ's birth at Christmas merely points us toward. It's just the beginning. And oh, what a glorious end it points us toward. So all that to say, we will get to Christmas. We will get to the incarnation. We will get to why Christ's birth is so singularly significant in the grand narrative of which we are all a part. But for today, for this second Sunday of Advent, we will simply leave off here with the reminder that we are right now in the middle of a story. And that according to that story, all that was so very good in the beginning will be very good once more. And that whereas shalom filled the entire creation before, so too will it fill creation again. As far as Isaiah says, as the waters cover the sea, so far as the hymn has it, as the curse is found. That is our story as people of faith. And so let us remember it anew this Advent, reconfessing that as it was in the beginning, so shall it be in the end, through and because of Christ Jesus, our Lord, to which all God's people said, Amen.